online at 960thebull.com. Your home for CBS Sports Radio, WRNS Kinston. Molly sports decided she'd come on back with us here. Welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College. I am Brian Hanks. Today is Thursday, August the 10th in the year of the Lord 2023. This is Hour 2 of Episode 904 of this award-winning show. You know, since the last time you were on here, I think uh, we got the Small Business Year Award from the Lenore Chamber of Commerce. Congratulations. I yeah, didn't know that. So now you're on an award-winning right. show, coaches. Yeah. What a privilege. Yeah. <laughs> there you Amen. Right. How you guys been? Tired. Uh, you know, <laughs> we got season started and recruits coming in. Matter of fact, we've got a, a recruit in from Delaware right now, 5'11". Middle hitter, outside hitter. Um, she came in yesterday at about 11, spent the night. We'll be entertaining her again tomorrow. Today. Uh, today, I'm sorry. Yeah, today. His days are running together. Yeah, yeah, right. So, you know, it's been practicing. It's been recruiting. It's been working with kids before practice and after practice. So, wide open. That is awesome. That voice. I Let me introduce you guys here in the second hour. That is David Bryant. We've got uh, Bryant. David. Yeah, Barnes. That's close. Yeah. B's right. <laughs> you got to forgive me. I'm on cough medicine. Uh, <laughs> got back from vacation, found out I have uh, uh, bronchitis. So uh, it's not it's not a uh, communicable contagious. or anything like that. It's not contagious <laughs> or anything. Okay. Did you see uh coach Shelley Barnes kind of, yeah, I saw her heading out a little the, bit. I, well, I saw her heading out the window for yeah, a second. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <sighs> so Linda said it was a nice trip y'all had. We did. Did she, did she show you the hardware? Yep. Yeah, she showed me the, the hardware. hardware Congratulations. Thank That's you. exciting. Very exciting, man. But, uh, David Barnes. Yes. We've got Shelly Barnes uh, joining us here. I was going to call you Sherry just to mess with you. you know, I have but, a yeah, twin sister. sister. Right. That's the, be the twin. But Do you really? I do. Really? I, see, you wow. knew that, but that you didn't know it. That's why you were going to call her Sherry. Wow. That's mm-hmm. crazy. From Lenore Community College, joining us here in the second hour. If you missed her first hour, you missed a really good first hour. We had Jason Bryant. Uh, we uh, went over uh, everything. We talked about high school football, all that kind of stuff. But joining us here in our second hour, very, very honored, like I said, to have uh, uh, not only she wears a couple of hats. Uh, she's athletics director, uh, volleyball coach with her uh, with her husband, David Barnes. And I'm still just getting over the point that, you know, what we talked about your brothers yeah, last time. that Definitely. Last time, as they're getting fired up for football season now. Yes, sir. In central North Carolina. But. We're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about Lenore Community College. How's the summer been, Coach Shelley Barnes? It, it's been so busy. I mean, everybody thinks teachers are always on a break in the summer, but since I've come to community college, summer feels like, you know, it's on speed. It, it's There's so much to do. Um, so I actually look forward to school starting to maybe slow down just a smidge. <laughs> Wait a minute. So you're w- looking forward to the fall, so you can slow down a little bit. Just a little. Wow. Mm-hmm. You were talking about recruiting. How's recruiting been, uh, Coach uh, David Barnes here? How's, how's recruiting been? Well, it's been kind of odd. Um, our 23 recruiting was very uh, stressful. Um, you know, we didn't start the job until late January. Then you're trying to recruit the year of 2023s and you only have what seven months before they're actually going to college somewhere so 
although we did land some good 23s, we didn't land as many 23s as we wanted to because, um, you know, when you're coaching girls versus coaching guys, uh, a lot of people don't understand the, the different dynamics with that. So girls tend to be uh, planners. They want to know something in a head. So here's the difference. Um, <clears throat> we've contacted over 1,000 2023s, and that's a 1,000. Yes, sir. Over wow. a 1,000 confirmed contacts of 2023s between uh, our four coaches, and uh, we've landed the ones we've landed. Uh, your basket, Our basketball coach, uh, he's been on the job, what, a month and a half? Probably two months. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Coach Grantham. Coach there. Grantham yeah. has been recruiting for – one guy has been recruiting for one or one and a half months, and there's 20 guys ready to play basketball. Wow. In a month and a half, one guy. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, you talk to baseball, well, we recruit 200 a year, and they, there's 40 guys there. No, there's 70 there right now. 70 players for LCC baseball. Coming in. Yeah. Wow. Wait a minute, Coach – Coach does know that there's only nine spots out on the field at a time, right? Right, and only 30 by the conference, you know, tournament. Yeah. So, you know, the fall's a good uh, weeding out time and, um, you know, good competition for the guys. And so, um, yeah, but we would love to have that luxury. Mm -hmm. So, you know, going back to what I was – as challenging as 23 has been because of the, the – us getting there late and contacting kids later than what they want to be contacted. We've been, we have a super strong and a lot of 2024s because we've already been recruiting 24s as well. So we had a recruiting event for our 2024 class. Um, July 19th, we brought in 13 uh, recruits from four different states, and we've already got two verbal commitments from that. And I'm sure that we're going to get probably five or six kids just from that one recruiting event, not counting all the other kids that we have contacted. So, you know, uh, we'll have a surplus of 2024s is what it's looking like. But that goes to show you that you got to do it early with the girls. You know, right now, uh, how many days before school starts? Uh, about a week and a half. I uh, guarantee uh, you. 21st. Yeah. In a week and a half, okay, uh, our, our baseball coach or basketball coach with guys, they can pick up the phone and call somebody uh, in Asheboro, North Carolina, and say, hey, look, we got one more spot for you. Now you're going to have to sleep in a closet, and we got <laughs> we got a tricycle that you can go around uh, town on. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, we're going to give you $300 to come down here and play some uh, ball, and they'll show up. Yeah. That ain't happening with a female. Okay. It's just not happening, you know. So the earlier recruiting has helped us with 24s. It, it looks – fabulous we got some really good 23s we just needed or we wanted another four or five of them yeah that we haven't landed yet we're still recruiting 23s today wow yeah trying to get them here yeah what like you said what today's the uh, 10th so 11 days away from school starting mm -hmm. yeah 
That is amazing. But it, but it's fun, isn't it? I mean, you like recruiting, don't you, Coach Shelley? Uh, I like it when I'm not so tired or, you know, not so spread out. Yeah. Um, but I feel like I don't have enough time in my days to, to do my work and look at recruiting and then talk about recruiting and then go to practice. And, you know, it, it's it's very hard to squeeze it all in. I like it when I have a lot of time to really focus on it. Mm-hmm. So it's it's super great to have – you know, all the other coaches helping with recruiting because it, it takes a, a lot of a lot of work. And, you know, pe- people don't realize how much time it takes mm-hmm. for girls. Yeah, that's awesome. Again, Coach Shelley Barnes, Coach David Barnes here, joining us live here in, on the Brian Hanks Show this morning. We'll circle back to volleyball in a second. I just wanted to get a, a progress report as we uh, get ready to start the uh, 23-24 seasons uh, at Lenore Community College. I got to tell you, I had a chance, and it has. It's been, I'm trying to remember the last time you were on, but I got to hang out with Matt Grantham uh, down at the East Coast Invitational, uh, the thing that Wells Gulledge puts on. He was right. down there recruiting and checking out players and everything down there. And I actually brought him up on the air with me. We got, we did, he pretty much did a whole game with me. Uh, Great. Uh, so, I, really, I've had him here on the show a couple of times, but I got to sit with him for about an hour and talk to him and just get sort of the recruiting process from him. I got to tell you, that's an energetic young man, Coach Barnes. Uh, he's got he, – he's full of energy, and he's got so many connections. And then he's bringing on Jason Robison as his assistant, who was a player at LCC and, and went off to play in college, um, you know, at a four-year. And so we're, we're just really excited about having Jason back, uh, former alumni, and, and Matt having some good help. And, man, I'm telling you, he, he's hit the ground running, but he needed to. And um, so we can't wait, really, to see what happens. I mean, uh, I think the sky's the limit for Matt. So I really the excitement level around the program, around that, uh, around your uh, Lancers men's basketball program. I mean, it is palpable when you talk to uh, Perry Tindall over at Kenson. He's even said he can see a difference over there when you talk to the coaches and players in this neck of the woods and that's what you wanted that's that's what you were looking for when you hired coach Grantham wasn't it right and just uh this week I had Dory Hines from Mount Olive mm-hmm. uh he was over at school for a while talking and uh there was another guy there I'm not even sure who he was but I mean the vibes there people the energies coming in and out uh the kids are can't wait to get here so they can get in the gym you know so it's it's a lot of fun to to see it coming together and so I think I think a lot of people in the community are excited about the what could happen and Matt's definitely excited you know we hope that um all 20 of the guys that he's you know been working with are able to get here um but you know, that, that is one big difference with guys. Uh, they say they're coming, and you hope that they are, but you really don't know until day, yeah. the first day. And so, um, girls, if they say they're coming, they're coming. Uh, kind of like what uh, Coach David was saying. Yeah. Right. Guys, uh, you know, they want to play ball. So, uh, they may get here if they can get their housing worked out. They can get, you know, the rent situation going. They'll be here. Very good. Well, very excited about that. And I, I can't believe I, I – Looked over uh, soccer. I mean, uh, LCC with its first soccer season last year and uh, some definite uh, big steps made in that. Year two of it coming up this year. You've got to be uh, excited about what's getting ready to happen here with that too, right? 
Uh, I was very excited. Um, you know, we were supposed to start uh, the field. We were, um, yeah. but we had a little bit of trouble uh, getting enough girls here for this season. Some okay. became ineligible. Some uh, chose different routes, and so we didn't have enough to fill a team. And so oh, okay. we're having a gap year. Okay. Um, and but it gives you a chance to really build it up too, though, right? But that's that's our hope. I mean, yeah. we don't want to. Uh, have all this momentum and then just die. So you know we're going, we're still planning, we're pushing ahead, uh, and we'll be back on the recruiting trail, you know, very soon. Okay, very good. Baseball. I mean, what can you say about that? I mean, Gary Smith and just the amazing job that he's done, and talking about buzz in a community about a program. When George Whitfield's high on you, when uh, everybody else in this neck of the woods is as high on LCC baseball as they are. I mean, Coach Smith is just – he has really done a good job building that uh, – build, rebuilding that program, hasn't he? Uh, it's, it's been tremendous. And, you know, his reputation far preceded him. You know, I, I felt fortunate to, you know, to to get him at LCC. And then, you know, he's done all that he said he would do. And um, he's a tremendous coach. The players respect him. Uh, he's out there all the time working on the field. Um, he's bringing in recruits all the time and they're coming from everywhere i mean we're getting them from from florida and georgia and, and up north i mean you know respectable programs kids want to be a part of i got to tell you had jackson massey uh here on the show on monday as he was announcing you know he's now assistant <laughs> baseball coach now at mount olive at mm-hmm. university of mount olive and but he was also the head coach as you know of the kinston wingman this right. year too and he was just I hope you had a chance to hear it if you haven't. He was just praising you and Coach Smith and the way you guys welcomed the Kenson Wingman to uh, the to Lancer Field this past year. How much do you think having the Kenson Wingman playing there, and they played, what, 15, 16 games there at least probably, maybe uh, even. At least. I, it may have even been more than that. I think it was that, like, yeah. you know, near 25 games actually. They they were there wow. a lot. Uh, but yeah. how, how much did that help Lenore? I guess my question tangibly to you, being the athletics director at LCC, how much did having the Kingston, Kinston Wingman playing there help Lancer Athletics? Well, I think anytime you can bring people on your campus, it's a win for the school, it's a win for the community. Uh, and so – and it's a great agreement that we have with Old North State uh, Baseball Club. And so we're very excited to have them. Uh, and, you know, I, th- I think they were excited to get our field. We have a super nice field. Absolutely. And, you know, with uh, the relationship that we have, you know, we hope to build a press box and uh, a concession stand with, in that agreement between us. And so it's going to be even better for, you know, the college um, but, you know, we're bringing in kids from all over that played for the Kinston Wingmen, and so uh, it's just good exposure for the school and those families coming on campus, and so we're very excited about that relationship. And some pretty good crowds came out for those games too, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Sure did. Yeah, that is awesome. Okay, well, uh, I'm trying to – I wanted to we're, – we're circling back to volleyball, but I wanted to get everything else knocked out before sure. uh, before we talked about that. But let me do this real quick. Let me thank uh, UNC Lenore Healthcare. They're the exclusive sponsor of the big interview here on the Brian Hanks Show. Nestled in the heart of Lenore County right here in Kinston, UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. With a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find at hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kenston for all your health care needs or call them at 252-522-7000. 
You can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, thank you to Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. And let's jump right back into it. Uh, live here in our studio right now, we've got Lenore Community College Athletics Director Shelly Barnes. And uh, now I think, did we not say like you're the co-head coach? Is that correct? For, yeah, uh, that's what I call us. Yeah, yeah the, uh, David Barnes joining us here too. Here's the thing, you, when, how do you get Lenore Community College's name out there to potential volleyball players? Uh, I, I know we've talked about it a little bit on the basketball side and maybe even on the baseball side too, but, I mean, is that something that you use the internet for? Does this mean you're running the tires off your car here, Coach David? Or how do you get Lenore Community College volleyball out there to potential recruits? Um, it's some of both, but, you know, with the the internet, it's really helped uh, recruiting a whole lot. So um, probably kind of like Coach uh, Smith with baseball. He had to first of all sell those kids on Coach Smith. That's why a lot of them came was from his reputation mm -hmm. and what he has done where he's been. And that's pretty much what we're having to do right now because if we sold LCC volleyball the last three or four years, you know, it's been – we they have been very low in wins. They have been very low in um, Region 10. So what we try to do is through the Internet reaching these kids, we sell our coaching staff and the success that we've had everywhere we've been – and we're going to bring you to a good school that has potential to be a good volleyball school, and you're going to get a great education. So there's absolutely nothing wrong with the education at LCC. There's absolutely nothing wrong <coughs> with our facility. Mm -hmm. You know, just oh, you have like, a great facility. The auditorium. Exactly. Exactly. That's right. So just like yesterday with uh, the, the – the, the Delaware recruit, they're just like amazed. I cannot believe this facility. It's not the, the, the gym's this pretty and the brand new bleachers and this big floor. And so same thing happened with the recruits uh, event on July 19th, 13 kids coming in from four different states. And the kids were in awe and the parents were in awe of the facility. And then they were in awe of the instruction and the drills and the upbeat of practice. And so, you know, uh, yeah, you got to roll your tires some, uh, especially local here to see some kids. But, uh, you know, there's so many recruiting sites now online where you see videos of kids, multiple videos, mm -hmm. where you uh, have information about their club team, their high school team, um, transcripts from high school, evaluations from club coaches, high school coaches. Um, so, you know, uh, you start that evaluation off of, uh, the information off the internet, you make a contact and hopefully you get a response. But now let me tell you uh, another thing that probably would amaze you. If I reach out to 20 volleyball players, I'll, I'm lucky if I hear back from one or two. Okay. So you make 20 contacts and you might receive one or two 
responses from those contacts, which is a little bit aggravating to me because if I send somebody, if someone sends me a message, I'm going to respond. Positive or negative, you're going to get a response from me. And so it's a little bit aggravating, I guess, with this day and age and kids, you know, you're on a recruiting site, obviously because you want to be recruited. And to me, any coach that contacts you, I'm going to then say, Coach, thanks for taking time Mm -hmm. to take a look at my profile, to watch my videos. I have decided to go a different route with with, with my education and my career, but I appreciate you taking time and showing interest in me. Is this when I jump in and say kids these days? Yeah, I (laughs) think so. Be a good time to say it. Yeah. Right. So, uh, you know, that, that's one of the aggravating, um, parts about it, but you know, you just got to keep churning and, and that's what we're doing right now. We're just, uh, as I said, the 24s is looking much easier. And I think as just like in baseball right now, as the program got on its feet year one, you know, they, they didn't win the region in year one. They covered some ground in year one. They got respectable in year one. You know, uh, we hope we win the region this year, but I can promise you we're covering ground. So then not only are we going to be able to sell what our coaching staff has done in the past, we're also going to be able to sell, look at what LCC Volleyball just did this year. You know, so it's going to be a, an even easier sale uh, from this point on. I love it. That voice you're listening to right there, it's David Barnes, uh, co-head coach on the Lenore Community College Volleyball. Coach Shelly Barnes in here with us, too, this morning. Let's talk about this team a little bit uh, that we're going to be seeing here on the court, I guess. when it, Your first match is when? Next the week? 17th. Next Good week. Lord, a week from today week from is your first match. Yeah. Well, uh, let's break down this roster a little bit. Uh, tell us about some of the players. Y'all can rotate whoever wants to go, but tell us about some of these players that are on this uh 23 version of the LCC volleyball team. Right. Uh, well, we've had uh, a couple of returners, you know, um, Peyton Jones, a uh, big returner for us. Um, then we had Elizabeth um, and Mackenzie Moore, Elizabeth Howe, Mackenzie Moore, um, Holly. Um, Cannon. Yeah, Holly Cannon. And then uh, we had Madison Powers as well, but Madison's – been hurt you know she's um cut her foot and so uh but those are our returners and so what what can break down their games how how, what are they going to contribute this year um holly is a returning setter and we've been doing a lot of work with uh with her setting as well as elizabeth is working on setting matter of fact elizabeth stayed 30 minutes yesterday after practice uh, and that's after showing up 45 minutes before practice to work on setting. Um, and so we've been working on, you know, locating the set more consistently um, according to whatever our uh, net calls are. So like a high outside ball for us would be a, a six call. A medium outside ball would be a five call. The lowest set we do out there is a, a shoot. So, you know, these kids are having to perform – 12, 15 different sets on command of whatever hitter they're giving. And um, so we've been working on the placements of that with the setters, uh, our middle hitters, Peyton and McKenzie. Uh, We've been working on closing blocks a lot faster. We've been working on transitioning off the net, uh, running some faster tempo um, sets. Uh, Then when we go to the outsides, uh, we've got um, 
three kids that are are working a lot um, on the outside. So Haley, um, she's a twenty twenty three. From Wayne Christian. From Wayne okay. Christian. Haley Fermi. Okay. Uh, Goldsboro and five uh, eleven, uh, really good speed, uh, jumps well, um, and so you know she's getting trained on the outside and she's looking better, you know, uh, every day out there. Um, Jenna Corwin. Then Jenna, um, she was from South Lenore, uh, and. I think uh, a year ago, not this past season, she took club season off this past year, but the year before she helped the assistant coach for Lenore. Uh, She played at Eastern Elite, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. T.J. Lancaster. T.J. that was the assistant coach on the the past uh, volleyball uh, staff. Um, So we've got her uh, in – I've known Jenna for a while, and she plays out in the sand leagues out here with us, and I've actually given her some lessons in, uh, years ago. So uh, this kid's 6'1", 6'2". Um, Gosh. We're, we're building her confidence and uh, just uh, giving her enough reps so she can build that confidence. And, you know, when you're 6'2", and th- this kid has a strong arm, what she's lacked in the past is confidence and and control, and so we're we're building both the confidence and we're building the control of the ball. But I'm going to tell you what: when the stars line up, she can knock the paint off the ball. Wow. So she could be a huge force for us if uh, <coughs> if we can keep that confidence level up, the mind right, and uh, keep control of that ball. Um, then at the libero position, Michaela Dale, uh, she's out of Princeton. Um, and this kid is an energizer bunny. I mean, you, you, you don't wear her down there. She has been in the gym more than all of the other kids together, whether it's before practice, after practice, during the summer, just showing up for two and three and four hours. And so, uh, as a coach, you've got to appreciate that, don't you? No, I love it. You know, and, uh, and you know, that's on top of summer school. So, I mean, she was in summer school and then, you know, she's putting in extra time. And so, yeah, coach loves that. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, too, it's become contagious where some other girls are wanting to come in and work with her, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what we need to build more of because, you know, uh, in the past we've been out there at, at the at the college and you hear basketballs bouncing and you go in and kids are working kids. They got the shoot away out there and they're, they're shooting. Well, we're – we're trying to get that same concept. It's not as natural for girls to go do that. If the mm-hmm. coach isn't in there and if the coach isn't holding practice, they don't feel like they need to be in the gym. We want that kid that wants to go in there and work with our ball machine, that wants to go in there with a partner two or three during their downtime. And so we're getting that. That's and, awesome. Yeah. So, um, you know, we we're heading in the right direction. You know? I love it. I love it. And I know there's going to be a renaissance this year with LCC volleyball too. Before we let you go, and we're up against it, but I got to ask you about a, a big event coming going on. <laughs> Molly wants to go home with you. Yeah, I, think. I know Molly likes me. <laughs> she really does. Uh, but a big event taking place this weekend over at LCC, as you uh, remember, uh, a, a former South and North player, and you guys have hosted this. This is the 
This is our fourth year. Fourth year. Oh, goodness gracious. I can't believe it's already. Tell us a little bit about it. It's uh, Anna Ramsey. uh, Jessica Ramsey. Jessica Ramsey. I'm sorry. Jessica Ramsey uh, tournament this weekend. Yes. So we're we're very excited about the tournament. I mean, one, it's an honor to even host it. But then to, to have, you know, eight schools out of North Carolina coming in and uh, you know, it gives them a little preseason look for their teams, uh, but it's also good for us for bringing in local teams. Yeah. We, we get to, uh, they get to see our facility, our campus. We get to see them play, mm-hmm. uh, and then you know all the the money, the tournament fee, the the gate money, the concessions, all of that is building a, a volleyball scholarship in memory of Jessica. And so, you know, all, it, it can't be a better tournament. And so. We're very excited about it. That is awesome. And, and like you said, I mean, not only do you get to see a lot of people come out there and a lot of kids play, but it's for a good cause, isn't it, Coach oh, David? definitely, yeah. Um, actually, uh, we play sand volleyball, as we've mentioned a couple times, in the Kinston League out here. And Lathan Thurman was uh, her stepdad. And so, obviously, we're uh, good friends with, Lathan, the stepdad, and Tracy, the mom mm-hmm. of Jessica Ramsey. So uh, very special for us to be able to host this tournament in honor of their daughter. What time does it start? Ticket prices, all that, Coach? Yeah, ticket price is $8 at the gate. And that's oh, for like, all day, no, right? $7. Oh. $7 at the gate. Uh, so what a bargain. Wow. We're cheaper than high schools. It is because it's $8 for right. high schools so now. So we're $7 at the gate, and then it starts. And that gets you in all day long, right? All day. Okay. And um, – the family of Jessica Ramsey, they're doing all the concessions. So they, they got like pork chop sandwiches and all this great food. I mean, they, they have a catering service on the side. And so, I mean, the concessions are great. Um, but play starts at 9 o'clock, and it's run just like a club tournament. So uh, it's the best two of three games. And we'll have two courts going. And as the day starts winding down, the top teams advance to the championship. You had me a pork chop sandwich. You come yeah. out there, uh, and I'll try to get you one. Oh, I'll, no, 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 no. For something like this, I'll believe me, I'll come out of pocket for this, okay, because it's for a good cause and all that. But I want to mention one more. Uh, shop sandwich. One more of our players that oh, go ahead. has a, a local kid. Yeah. Um, and uh, so Marley Carter is a, a 2023 uh, mm-hmm. kid for us. Um, and she's working outside hitter. She's working right side hitter. Uh, she's doing a good job on the back row. She's serving, and really it's been uh, a kind of a surprise to us with her gains. But there's a reason it's a surprise to us because it's also been a surprise to herself. Mm-hmm. And that's by her own submission. That uh, She's from she, South Lenore. Okay. Right. And, and so she was not a back row player at South Lenore. She was a front row only. We give kids a lot of exposure to front and back row you know, just to see what you can do. And through the instructions and through the drills and through the reps, um, Marley's really shining on both ends of it. Um, And so, uh, you know, uh, I wanted to definitely mention her because of the progress we've seen. And, you know, uh, it looks like she might be fighting for some quality time on on the court. That is awesome. Well, listen, thank you guys so much. I appreciate all the I can speak English. I appreciate you guys coming in. Love to have you back on here in a few weeks as when we get to the middle of the season. What do you think? Love it. Very good. 
Coach Shelly Barnes, Coach David Barnes, Molly. Molly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trying to get on the air, too, right. with us right now. Guys, thank you all so much, okay? Thank you. Hey, uh, let's play the birthday game. We'll come back and wrap up the show right after that. <laughs> Today is Thursday, August 10th in the year of Lord 2023. It's time to play the birthday game. Uh, Dawson, you won yesterday one to nothing, or you won three to two. Yes. You lead one to nothing here in August. And I realized as we were getting off the air, I, I asked you what you did over the weekend. I didn't get a response from you, though. Well, I you, think went I off on some, you went off on some tangent about baking soda or peanut butter or who knows what. But uh, Buddy and I went to see Sid Barrett documentary. Sid Barrett was the original main guy in Pink Floyd. He, you know, they put out one album and some singles that were brilliant, and then he, you know, went crazy. He started drinking acid like it was uh, Kool-Aid. and uh, Literally acid. Well, L- LSD. Or doing acid. Doing doing acid. Okay, yeah. you said drinking, mm-hmm. and it threw me off there. Well, I was over. Ingesting acid. I was exaggerating, yeah. but, yeah, he, he, he dabbled in it, and then he started hanging around people that were just giving it to him because they were friends with a rock star, and they were sycophants and ruined them but the documentary even if you don't like that era of their stuff it's a great documentary well weren't they called the pink floyd at the time yeah they got their name he took the, the names of two blues men from one of them was from south carolina pink anderson and floyd council and took part of their names and stuck them together oh i thought it was floyd the barber from andy griffith no andy no no he did he did he did yeah i don't know that's all i got so uh floyd. what would you give out one to ten what would you give it what the documentary? Uh, solid eight and a half. Wow! What was the name of it again? Called "Have You Got It Yet?" The last session he did with them, he sat down to show them a song, and he would show it to them, and he would say, "Have you got it yet?" And then he would change it. And after about the fourth time, they realized he was messing with them. Even though he was screwed in the head, he still had a sense of humor. So, well, that's what we think about you, you know. So anyway, uh, Jonathan Massey. Uh, wait, wait a minute. Come on, that was good. That was gold, Jerry. No. <clears throat> anyway, Jonathan, we didn't get around. What did you do over? Uh, it's already Thursday. We're just a day away from the weekend now. What'd you do last week? Or not just last weekend? What'd you do while uh, while I was out gallivanting across the the planet? Um, I really, I'm sitting here thinking I didn't do much. It was night. I yeah, the normal recording night. I went home and you know peeling back the curtain, but went home and just hung out. Um, I've been watching freaking bluey on repeat it's a children's cartoon my, my tv has been hijacked by an almost two-year-old <laughs> but if it if it makes her happy i'm all for it now that kid should have enough tv time during the day where you can go home and watch dirty harry marathon if you want to well i've tried to get her to watch jurassic park with me uh-huh. uh i get overruled on that consistently by who everybody i think you wouldn't there's nothing more sh- there's nothing more sad than a grown man afraid of a woman it's just <laughs> just depressingly sad this is gonna be fun go ahead jonathan your rebuttal i've never once been afraid of you john <laughs> that was funny because he's saying that you're a woman i didn't know if you got that or not <laughs> i don't know if, well, since he's never been with one he probably doesn't know the difference <laughs> so you hit your little button there pal. wow <laughs> Okay, uh, that was pretty funny. I, well, I was I was with two the last week. Uh, I'll give them their initials SM. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> how was the varsity? It was good. It was very good. Now, Did you I, make the plane on time? In plenty of time. In fact, when I booked this flight, I made sure there were two and a half hours. For, for those of you who don't have a decoder ring, 
<laughs> Years ago, Hanks made a flight late because of some idiotic, yeah, stupid Jonathan hot dog. Was a, Jonathan was on the plane, too. I was in an accessory so after I'm, the fact. I'm going to finish this if I have to kill both of them. <laughs> he made the flight late over a stupid hot dog. This weekend, or a couple of weeks ago by the time this airs, he was at the same airport, had to get a hot dog there, and if someone had blindfolded him and handed him a hot dog from Captain's Corner, he would not have known the difference. Yeah, Back I love you, Captain's Corner hot dogs. That's though. what that I'm saying. That was a bad example. You, that was a, you know, you're talking about like a hot dog from a greasy... I'm saying if you replaced one great hot dog with another great huh? hot dog, you would not have known the difference. Did you get a peach pie? They don't sell them at the airport. Blasphemy. They have the exact same ones at Hardy's right now, nope. two for a dollar. <laughs> Blasphemy. Get out. Dude. Get yeah. Don't All right. Tell him he, well, I was about to say he will. <laughs> don't 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 threaten him with a good time. I left a woman at a restaurant one time who got an attitude with me. I'll leave you two in a heartbeat. Dang. I don't know, man. That kind of hurts my Go run, tell that. Go run, tell that. Not in a small town. What is it? That <laughs> oh, God. God. Don't start that. <laughs> <laughs> Try that in a small town. Isn't that what it's called? I'll Something do it like in that. a small town, large town, municipality, whatever you got. That hot dog was pretty dark. You know, I've been under the weather. As you can probably still hear it in my voice a little bit, even though today is Thursday, August the 10th. I feel like that hot dog brought you back a little. It did bring me back a little bit. But can you believe I only ate one? I was so. I'm so proud of you. Now, if we can get him to take a sip in under 90 seconds, we'll be oh, making that's, progress. Uh, that's definitely not going to happen. But, but do you? But Jonathan will understand this because he's been in that airport and he's actually been to the real I've varsity a couple airport. of times too. Okay. That's where I was accused of being Robert Smith. That's too funny. <laughs> accused. <laughs> Have you seen it? You know they're on tour right now. The yeah, I, I would like to see them, but I'm not traveling and spending nine thousand bucks to do it. So well, come know, on, uh, DVD. Well, you know, Jonathan and I are going to go see you too, and. Uh, in Las Vegas, right? Really? You haven't been talking about it at all. <laughs> We're going, dude, you know, it's just a shade over two months. Mm -hmm. I think about it every day. I do too, man. I'm so excited. We are going to have such a good time. I guess it's, if I, I need to look at a calendar, I think it's eight weeks from tomorrow. Yeah. Dude. Should be. We're going to go see you too. I can't wait. We'll shoot some video of it on our phone and, show, and send it to you, okay? Okie dokie. <laughs> Have you seen all the things? You know what? We're running long. Uh, no, no, no. We'll talk about it. Enough. Maybe we'll talk about it tomorrow. But have you seen the videos of the spear? Of people have been inside the spear yeah. and taking pictures of it. They're awesome. Videos of it. Dude. Next level. Next. Makes the 360 tour look like child's play. Yeah. And the claw. You remember the claw? Loved the claw. Loved the claw. There's I'll be satisfied with an album of good songs. Can't disagree. I can't disagree with that, dude, because the songs of Surrender, where they be a, every one of the great U2 songs. A little excessive. And, <laughs> don't even get me started. And I'm far from the only one, too. There's a lot of people. I'm on You are, too. I know you are, uh, Jonathan. Some fan groups on Facebook. And it's nothing has been panned that U2 has done as much since Pop. Pop was awful. No Light on the Horizon was kind of a... Like no line on the horizon. No line on the horizon. The whole album. I know, but I kind of like that album. Oh, you're the one. <laughs> Songs of Surrender, though, has just been. Is a, I hate to say it's because we both, all three of us, love you too. You don't love them as much as John. I'm a fan. I, do. I know fan. you are, but but we're, you know, mm. we love you too. And uh, but even the the strongest you two fans are like, it is. It was a money grab. It was absolutely, positively, a money grab. And it sickens me. That's not Bono. That's not The Edge. But doggone, if they didn't do I that. I don't know if it was a money grab so much as a way to keep some product out there and let people not forget about them because I don't think they need money. 
a relevancy grab. Well, I don't. I well, hate that's that what word. you all. Well, no, but you've said it about you too, and you're right. Why are they doing songs with Kendrick Lamar, and why are they, you know, they're trying to pretend that, that having they, Rick Rubin produce some songs. They should just be you too. That's that's enough. Yeah. You don't need to go pretend that you're 19. Just be you too. But amen, my Get brother. off my lawn. There you go. Uh, get on my lawn, John Dawson, because get I out need of my you to, dreams and get into my drug dealer car. <laughs> I need you to talk about uh, Goico Office Automation and our good friend Jacques Passeleg. Uh, Jacques Passelik runs Goeco Office Automation, and they sponsor this segment because uh, he likes winners. And usually at the end of this, there's a winner on the odd chance that we have a tie. Um, Brian has to be taken to the emergency room, and then everyone's a winner. I don't know where that's going. <laughs> but uh, if you want to uh, support this show, go down and see Jacques because he's got stuff that will make your business so Sore. You're make, if you're making a million dollars a day, you go see Jacques, you'll be making two million a day. And if you're struggling and don't know what bits, which way to go, he'll he'll tell you where to go. Back to you, Brian. I love it. Well, I'm going to kick it over to Jonathan because Jonathan's got his phone number. I do indeed. Mm. Oh, you want me to give it to you? <laughs> yes, please. 252. 252-286-286-53-53-54. Or you can visit. I'm not so sure we've ever harmonized as well as we just harmonized right there. I was listening to some David Crosby stuff lately, so I've been paying attention to harmonies. Speaking of that, you know, his birthday's coming up in the next few days. I'll be. There you go. Well, you'll get mm. to guess him and talk about him, but we did. We harmonized. Awfully right. coincidental. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway. What about websites for Jacques Passeleg and Goeco? GoecoNC.com. What is Goeco.com? Bucklesbury.com. Shameless plug. Can I put in a David Crosby song request so you don't roll your eyes at me when the time comes? I will. I'll let you do that. What is it? I'll write it down right now. Orleans. That's the name of the song. Orleans. You got it. That we will it's play the most. That. It's the most um, beautiful expression of his harmonies on the planet. I like it. Okay. Well, this. Uh, do you know this band? That is Toad DeWitt Sprocket. You never freaking cease to amaze me, dude. Really good 90s band. Told the wet sprocket. Do you know the guitarist, the lead guitarist? I do not. That's all right. Todd Nichols. Mm. Todd Nichols. Uh, I love this this chorus right here. A friend of mine in high school named Brent Heron loved this band too. Loved, I love this band. I remember this song. I remember this video. I really, really liked it. Don't ask me any other songs. I just, but I remember Walk on the Ocean was. When will we fall down? Another one of theirs. That, there it is. Yeah, fall down. Yeah. From 1994. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is me saluting you, man. You know your music, dude. You get to go first. Todd Nichols, lead singer of Toad the West. I told the West Rocket. Very good. I mean, they. I mean, they had their radio hits, but their albums were solid, too. You could put their albums on and not have to skip every other song, which is, you know, one of my OCD requirements of liking a band. But No, that's right. And no, I'm with you, mm-hmm. dude. I'm with you. Okay, uh, Todd Nichols of Told the Wet Sprocket. How old is he today, John Dawson? 56. <sighs> he was born, Todd Nichols, August the 10th, 1967. He is indeed 56 years old today, John Dawson. Congratulations, a one to nothing lead. I'd love to listen a little bit more of this, but we got to get to our next hint. It's another musical hint. We'll listen while I'm, while I'm looking it up here. Another thing I like about them, their, their sound doesn't really tie them to that year. It's just kind of a 
evergreen sound. Was this maybe in uh, Swingers or? It was used in a lot of stuff. Yeah. It was in a like, movie or two pro and probably a commercial. And I hope it was in a thousand commercials so they got paid. Absolutely. Was it? And I, uh, Winona Ryder, I hear this song and I think of Winona Ryder for some reason. I think probably. Maybe, yeah, I think she was in, I think maybe she was like sitting, smoking a cigarette and weaving her head back and forth while this was played in one of her movies. Shot lifting. Sure. Yeah. Here you go, I love this. Don't even have pictures, just memories to hold. Is that like a mandolin in the yeah. background? That mandolin, that would get them tagged as Americana now. Oh, yeah, there you go. Oh, thank you. Here we go. I love it. Is that it? <laughs> oh, I thought he was going back into the... Okay. Well, you're going to love this next one. He was one of the principal members of New Edition and Belle Biv DeVoe. I turned it down. Sorry. Did you hear how it went from ear to ear? Yeah. Stereo. Yeah. I don't even... You can't talk bad about this song. This we use this song like every three weeks. You know that, right? Probably. But it has the classic line that it don't, is. Don't, don't. I've already had to backwards it once no, in the last never month. Never trust a big butt and a smile. Oh, that's why I said, that's why I make you pay me with it yeah. in cash. Oh, there you go. There's another line that's gross. Oh, I'm not going to say that line. I just never trust a big butt and a smile. That's why I, I was confused. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. That sounds good on the radio. <laughs> Could y'all hear that? Even hear my it? deaf button heard it. Awesome. Well, wait a minute. This is, uh, he was uh, one of the members of New Edition and Belle Biv DeVoe. It's Michael Bivens. Okie dokie. Yeah, here you go. Brian, this is radio. They can't see you doing any of that. Thank God. It's too loud, dog. Kiss a kiss a all right, Brian. Wait a minute. Hold on. Chorus. Here it is. Never trust a big butt and a smile. That girl is. Okay. <laughs> I have wiser words, though, ever been spoken in a song. Come on, John Dawson. Never go with a hippie to a second location is right up there. What song is that in? That's one I just made up. Oh, okay. <laughs> Michael Bivens over there, Jonathan Masson. <laughs> uh, it makes sense. Yeah. She's 50. so fine. Just yell She'll it. She'll drive you right out of your mind. 56. Steal your heart. Now you're blind. No. 55. Well, you dreaming, you'll fall in love and you'll be screaming. We, we used this a few weeks ago and you sang like the whole song. Did I really? Yes. Did I? Yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> uh, doggone it, that's our last musical hint of the day. That's a shame. <laughs> it is a shame. Okay. Anyway, that's man, a record. I love that He's song. just now going for the hockey stick. Yeah. Yeah, we're, what, 16 minutes in and you haven't picked up the hockey stick uh, yet? We're getting there. We are getting there. Okay, dude, but you lead two to nothing. Two perfect. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's our last musician, though. So, uh, yeah. So we, won't have to hear, we won't get to hear that song for two more shows. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay, John Dawson. She was Jane Rizzoli in Rizzoli and Isles. On she's the tall one that talks like this. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Uh, but she's been in a bunch of other stuff, too. It's lovely and talented. She was on uh, Law and & Order, and yes, I can't she think she was of her name. for years. Angie Harmon. Angie Harmon. 
She sounded like she had a chest cold all the time. Well, she, uh, I think she was a smoker. Oh, okay. But, uh, lovely, easy on the eyes, though. Would you not agree? No, she was hideous. <laughs> it's not a bad impression of her. Angie Harmon over there, John Dawson. my guess. It is indeed your guess. How old is she today? I'm going to say 53, Brian. You say 53. Do you know who we're talking about, John no Dawson? Clue. Oh, Jonathan Massey. Not even a little. Uh, let's oh. see. Like I said, Law and Order. I'm tall, Dan and Raspy. And a brunette and a lovely. Lo was she married to Mark Harmon? Is that where I she don't know, Angie? Brian. Angie, were you married to Mark Harmon? Yes, if it'll make you stop talking about it. <laughs> How old is she today? Uh, wait a minute. Uh, John Dawson, did you guess? He said 53. 53, so 50, dummy. 54. She was born August the 10th, 1972. So she's only 51 today. John Dawson. That's right. Wrapped up the day. Wait a minute. I thought I had uncovered another trend. 56, 55. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to be uh, I'm trying to be more mysterious. Am I doing a good job? I, I, Does that I, mean smelly? <laughs> no, Angie, it doesn't. Oh, okay. uh, no, hey, but guess what? Sound the alarm. John Dawson has a perfect game going. He is up three to nothing after Todd Nichols, Michael Bivens, and Angie Harmon. Let's see how he does on this one. I'm talking about you like you're not even here, like you're in the third person. Hey, everybody else does, too. There you go. Uh, Jonathan Massey, he is Puss in Boots, among other titles. And oh. he's just, he's hilarious in Puss in Boots. Antonio Banderas. Antonio, but you've got to do it in your Spanish accent. Antonio Banderas. But my wife is old and not here. <laughs> yes, there you go. Yes, my thick Spanish accent that I picked up in Hookerton, North Carolina. <laughs> That's good. Antonio Banderas, how old is he today, Jonathan Massey? 59. You say 59. What do you say, John Dawson? 60. He was born August the 10th. 1960, which makes him 63, but you're still closer, John Dawson. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Sound the alarm again. John Dawson has a four to nothing lead. He is going for a perfect game. With this one right here, you're going to have to break out the calculators, though, okay? Oh, geez. If I'm that hard hit, I'm not going to put that much effort into it. <laughs> Dude, you've won it. Don't you want a perfect game? It's been a long day. Here you go. You ready? He was, okay, Jonathan, our history major over here. He was the 31st president of these United States of America. And I even give you the years from 1929 to 1933. So he would have been just before FDR. Immediately before FDR. Do you know? Is that Calvin Coolidge? After Calvin Coolidge, before EDR. FDR. What does EDR mean? It's before FDR. <laughs> Got to give you that one. That's good. Okay, so Taft was after Theodore. Yes. Huxtable. Eisenhower was after. Eisenhower. Eisenhower was after World War II. Yeah. Thank you, so, baby. I'll give you $25 if you just say who it is. Really? There's only one way to find out. Herbert Hoover. That, that's correct. Ah, dang it, the vacuum guy. Yeah. Was that loud? I mean, it's it's more palatable than your... <laughs> Jonathan. Uh, Didn't need yeah. to hear that. No, got to get there to that. <laughs> Herbert Hoover, John Dawson. This is for the perfect game. How old would Herbert Hoover... Oh, he died in 1964. 
if that helps you at all. It means he died 59 years ago. Oh, God, I love water. 130. You say 130. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? Herbert Hoover. 131. He was born August 10th, 1874. He was 100. He'd be 149. So he died when he was uh, 90 years old. Yeah. He died at 90. How about that? Hmm. There you go. He lived a little bit longer than I, I did not know that, Ed. Well, congratulations, though, uh, Jonathan Massey. You break up the perfect game. Not that it matters because uh, John Dawson already clinched the day. And you now lead two to nothing, two days to none here in August, John Dawson. And it's time for vacation. <laughs> not yet. Don't blow it. Nah. <laughs> Don't blow it, John Dawson. Uh, other birthdays, and I know you like this guy. Uh, I was a big fan of him, too. Tell us how much you admired Dustin George, oh, former my. reporter for the Kinston Daily Free Press, who I believe is still in the business. <laughs> I, I remember him having some robust things on Facebook that had to be pulled down like every six minutes. Yeah. <laughs> what I liked about him, and I still do, and I hope he hears this. I'll be tagging him. But he just, he just, how can I say this nicely? I'm going to say it nicely because I do not want you to have to erase this. He just didn't give a crap. He didn't. He knew, especially there in those last days of newspaper in here in Kenston. That's that a guy without a mortgage and anyone to worry about. <laughs> That's what that is. You know how I, uh, I interviewed uh, him? I hired him for the free press. You know, yes. That was when. Wasn't uh, he a wrestler? Yes. He was a prof Did you know that, Jonathan Massey? <laughs> I think it's been brought up yeah. before. Yeah. yeah. He was a professional wrestler, but uh, I was up in Raleigh with Tina. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jennifer Schrader just, done, you know, she did such a great job mm -hmm. of uh, running the paper while I was gone. But uh, we had uh, candidates come in, and she vetted them first to make sure they were good. But I remember interviewing him over the phone. Didn't even meet. I hired him without even meeting him in person. Mm -hmm. He was. Uh, Didn't we do a podcast for him, and we I had the record. We were in the car driving back in the middle of the night. Wasn't that when we saw? Uh, oh, that you would, you didn't go with us to go see Trump back in uh, 2016. I did, my shots weren't up to date. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Now this was on the way back from the NCPA. Maybe that's what it Something, was. But, yeah, but yeah. we were doing, we got the recorder out and recorded it driving back in the middle of the night. I can't remember what that was now, but anyway. I love the kid. Mm -hmm. I absolutely do. I, what I And I think that's what made him a good reporter is he didn't feel beholden to anybody, not even his own newspaper. Uh, and then uh, a guy, or not a guy, a young lady. Now, she's before your time at the Free Press, but another former Free Presser, Lauren Wilder. Do you remember her? No. Nah. Uh, sweet young lady. Uh, in fact, I think she just interned with us. She was never full-time as far as I remember, but worked over on our news side. She got busy with Little House on the Prairie, I think. <laughs> That's me doing your uh, sucking your teeth out. There you go. But uh, I, I've, uh, we're still Facebook friends, and uh, she seems, looks like she's doing great. So if today is your birthday, like Lauren Wilder, like the man, Dustin George, uh, like uh, Herbert Hoover. Would you like to give us an impression of Herbert Hoover? <laughs> Hold on. This, here it is right now. This is him in his current state. Okay. All right. Yeah, there you go. That was a very good impression. Or Antonio Banderas. Hola. <laughs> Have a great birthday. We'll see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by GoEco Office Automation. And want to thank one more time in our first hour today, Jason Bryant, the sales executive to the Stars. Man, a big announcement coming up next week. 
about uh, 960 The Bull, 960thebull.com. Can't wait to have him back on. Thank you again to Lenore Community College Athletics Director and Volleyball Coach Shelly Barnes and Co-Head Volleyball Coach David Barnes. Tomorrow, Paul Whittington in our first hour. We're going to start getting into football, high school football, and the Hall of Fame. Have a great Thursday. We'll see you tomorrow on the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College.